<laughs> do it again. Do it again. I don't know if I can do it again. <laughs> Come on, do it again. Okay, I'll try. I'll try. Listen, listen, oh, listen, listen. Okay, here goes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like I start every podcast this way, but why not? Why not? And this time, uh, another rock and roller has passed away, Dick Dale. And this was his big hit. was featured in the movie, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. He was... Uh, Kind of, one, kind of considered a surf guitarist. If you're going to be a surf guitarist, you ought to be able to surf, and he could. He did. So that was wow. that was legit. He was 81 years old, and he belongs to the ages now. Oh. Yeah. Bummer, man. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. But it, it um, occurred to me that, and I just saw an article about this the other day that that these musicians. Uh, I mean, rock and roll itself is, I don't know, what is it, 60 years old? Something like that, maybe, now? Really? And these people, uh, the practitioners of that musical craft, are just croaking like crazy now. They're of a certain age, getting into their 70s and and sometimes 80s. And I saw an article recently that pointed out that so many of the bands that you, you know, by the way, can you hear that? Yeah, I was going to mention, I, I'm hearing that yeah. whirring it's my, sound it's, again. Does that? It's that heater I had on again last week. Um, you, yeah, wow. Yeah. Why I, are you still using the heater? Isn't it practically summer where you live? Not here. Maybe it is where you are. Not here. Wow. We're still, we're, if we get to 50, we're doing well. Uh, oh. Let me turn it off again. I'm sorry. Oh, this, this is embarrassing. Here we go. I can't believe how loud that. <laughs> and the hardest thing to believe is that I paid ten dollars for that heater. Yeah. And it's huge. It's the size of a you suitcase. Sh- you should have paid a lot less for that. You think heater. so? Yeah. Well. Yeah. It it produces heat, which was my goal, and uh, and it's, I guess the goal is has been achieved. As I was saying, uh, so many of these musical groups. Uh, the article I read starts with. A guy named Ian Hunter, who was a singer with a group called Mott the Hoople. You, do you know that band? Never heard of it. British band. Had some hits in the early 70s. This is one of them. But he says, Ian Hunter does, that it's not really a reunion. Uh, he said, uh, because after all, uh, four bandmates from the band, two of them are dead, and one is incapacitated by a stroke. So uh, it is deaths that are that uh, basically change the membership of a band. Uh, once, but they say once a band's name turns into a brand name, there's a strong incentive to keep going. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you can go go to county fairs and what have you. And uh, people will, you know, watching the concert will say, God, who are these guys? But they don't really care. I went to see America last year, that band, uh, at the uh, at a county fair here in Oregon. And uh, there were three original members. One guy croaked, so there's two left. That's good enough. Chewing on a piece of grass, walking down the road. I think there used to be an unwritten thing that you had to have at least one original band member to be legit yeah uh, but that's an unwritten rule and, and sometimes you go out and there and the entire band is different i saw yeah. the marshall tucker band last year just had like two guys from the original band of which there were many and i think i told you when i introduced the beach boys uh, a few years ago they they just have two guys left 
And then all the other Beach Boy members are are young guys, you know, who can play guitar and sing. And mm-hmm. so the, yeah. the old guys are there. They're traveling, but they don't do any of the work. You can see them backing off the mic when they go into Help Me, Rhonda, and those kind of songs. Oh, yeah, that's so, sad. Yeah, but they, you know, they... Uh, that you can at least say, well, we got two of the original Beach Boys, so I guess that's something. Yeah. I introduced the. I, do you remember the Archies? Sugar. Does it? Can Can I ask you a question before you move on to the Archies? <laughs> yes. Does, I suppose so. Does it roll over? Meaning, let's see. How can I put this? So let's say you have four band members. Okay. And Peter. Right, I mean, doesn't the, matter. Yeah, Paul, they, John, Ringo, sure, and Larry, and and two of them croak. <clears throat> yeah, and two new guys come in, and then one of those guys croaks, and then a third guy comes in. Yeah, is he now considered like the, uh, uh, the when you said it has to be one member of the original band? It's pronounced orange roll. Does that mean that the first two guys that came in don't get grandfathered in? Till the last guy gets till the last guy croaks. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's a good question. I do know what you're saying, and this article addresses that a little bit. Uh, for example, um, there are some bands touring that are down to just one original member, like Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, the Eagles just have one member left. Uh, and so when they're done, so when that last guy goes, that's it. They shut down the band. Well, what happened? Like my favorite band of all time. Is the Creedence Clearwater Revival. And oh, I know. <laughs> John Fogarty was a founding member with his brother Tom Fogarty. Them. I do love them a lot. Oh, yeah. It just, they, they just sound like anybody else. They were raw oh, yeah. and just rugged. Yeah. Of course, you're from uh, Northern California, and that's where they, uh, you know, that's where they, is. they were San Francisco band, I think, and they sing songs like uh, Lodi and thing, uh, places that you're familiar with, so mm-hmm. that would yeah. make sense, but but uh, they got in a big fight, and Fogarty left oh. the band, and he's he wrote all their songs, and he, you know, yeah. and he's he was the lead singer. So they later reformed as uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Revisited. They call oh. they call it revisited. I think that's oh, right. Oh, we yeah. got it. So it's kind of some of the of uh, the original members, uh, and they do the songs, and I don't know how they worked that out because John Fogarty wrote most of the songs, and you'd think because he's angry at them that he would be suing them for playing his stuff but I, I somehow they worked it out so so when you see ccr it it's it's it is m- many of the original members but not the key member uh i don't know what you'd compare it to uh, mm. gary puckett and the union gap touring as just the union gap without <laughs> gary puckett i don't know but it's it's, it's all weird if people want to come hear you and they want, really just want to hear the songs I mean, and you're effectively only a cover band because you don't have mm-hmm. any of the original members. Eh, you still got probably, you probably still got some gas in the tank, and people will come and yeah, and enjoy you. So, at I, any rate, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's my opinion. I'm Brian Johnson, as I like to say. <laughs> How are you doing? I am doing fine, but I got to tell you something. And you, yeah, lay it on you, me. Well, you might want to like stop the podcast if I tell you this. So, but I'm just going to tell you. Okay. So, um, and we can cut all this out if you want. Yeah. Or you can yeah. choose to run it. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. We'll, I really don't care. We'll I find. Don't care what... I, I'll keep all the <laughs> prologue to it. And then if I don't, if I cut it out, then people say, hey, wait a minute. You can't tease us like that and then not continue. Right. Yeah. So, uh, if 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 they've heard this much of the podcast so far, <laughs> then I'm going to keep it in, whatever okay. it is. And I don't I hope know. you don't get mad. I don't want you to be mad. Well, wait a minute. What? Well, I just me. I don't want you to be disappointed in me. Oh. I feel like I've I feel like I've disappointed you. Yeah, you have. In so many ways over the years that we've known each other. Yeah, you have. So I don't want 
You have. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> what? You found another podcast partner. Oh, God. No. Yeah, I knew this was coming. No. I knew this day was coming. It's okay. No, I don't. I wouldn't want anybody else. So here's the deal, <sighs> okay. my friend. All right. I um, I just got back from a very long, challenging uh, business trip. And last boy, are night. your arms tired. Yeah, and I and I'm and I'm just my mind is tired, and and then today I find out that the dog nanny I had lined up is she, I can't do it, and I'm like you're kidding. So I well, it sounds very, like she's not very smart anyway. So, well, we'll get to yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. So anyway, long story short, I have to be honest with you and tell you. I had a little bit of the pot before I signed on with you today. Look, I don't care what size your stomach is. I still <laughs> no. want to be do podcast with you. No. no, I got so upset today. I came home and I had a little bit of the pot. I texted you. Yeah, you did, but I thought you were kidding. You said, <laughs> "You said I just got home. I'm gonna peel." You said, "No, I said I'm gonna be." Oh, oh it came off peel. You must have dictated. It it auto corrected wrong. Yeah. Okay, so hey, no, by I... the way, before you get back to that, why when if you're gonna <laughs> dictate into your message, you yeah. gotta look back at your messages. Uh, I did. I know yeah, a guy that does this all the time, and I always have to write him back and say, "What do you mean? I, I don't understand what you're saying," because <laughs> he never looks back at what he just dictated, and so it gets. Well, sometimes it's not dictated. Sometimes, for like in my case, I typed P, and the autocorrect decided oh, that that can't that possibly too. Yeah, that can't be what I meant. So it's told you I had to peel. Well, I thought it. I thought that was kind of a hip way of saying I was changing my clothes. Oh. <laughs> So I thought, oh man, I'm I, I gotta catch up on the lingo. That sounds pretty cool. Hey man, I gotta peel, and then I'll I'll get back to you. That's so funny. So then you said I gotta peel, then I'm gonna okay. have a, a doobie. Yeah. Or a doob. You just said a doob. I'm gonna smoke a doob, not have a doob. Smoke a doob. Well, is that one of those marijuana cigarettes I hear some people talk about? Man, what's the matter with that cat there? Must be full of reefer. Full of reefer? Yeah, man. You mean that cat's high? Sailing. Sailing? lightly. Did you get away from here? Man, is that the reefer, man? That's the reefer, man. I believe he's losing his mind. I think he's lost his mind. And then you said, then you're going to have yourself get a, drink. a bottle of wine. No, I said, here's what I said, because I, I was a little late, so I texted you, I go, hey, I just walked in the door, um, I'm going to pee, I'm going to oh, smoke pee. a dube. Oh, I, I'm gonna I didn't pee. get what you, oh. I'm going to pee, I'm going to smoke a dube, grab a drink, and I'll be up and running, because you and I, people might not know, we don't tape in the same, we tape remotely now, so I have to launch my side of the computer, right, and then right. you have to join, so I was like, ah, I'm late, I just walked yeah. in the door, I have to pee, I'm going to smoke a dube, and I seriously... Was gonna just smoke a doob, and I did. So I just wanted you to. Have you ever met well, you know what? None of those three things peeing, smoking a doob, or drinking alcohol is illegal. So I don't know why you're apologizing. Well, I just I have I, never only done thing this I'm before. Wondering is, I've never I've never done a show where I've been loaded, and I am some mad. Are you kidding man. me? That you, I am so some, some of the stuff you've said and you were not loaded? Really? Wait, what do you mean? Oh, man, I I don't know where to start. <laughs> you mean in this podcast? Yes. Confusing. Yes. <laughs> you are confusing me. I'm stoned. I told you I told you about a guy that uh, oh. that said to me, "Do do you uh do you do drugs?" And I said, "No." He said, "Really? Why are you so weird?" <laughs> Guy actually said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I gotta tell you, I feel so much better. <laughs> I feel so much better. I was I was on the verge of tears all all day just from <clears throat> being tired and frustrated. And anyway, so I had um, a little bit of time. I went to the grocery store and I stopped stopped off at the pot store. And I walked in, and the guy goes, "What can I help you with?" 
and I said, you know, I've had a really hard week. I'm tired. Nobody's hugged me. And I've I... got just the thing. Yes, that's exactly Let's go Like, like mid-sentence, he just knew he walked right. And they have, oh, my God, they just have so much pot on the walls. There's so I know. much I don't of know. it. It's, I don't know what I'm doing. How do you choose? I don't understand do these 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 <laughs> acronyms that, you know. That, uh, no, I know. I know. DBE level, I mean, whatever it is. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know, know. any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so I just so, tried to go in and describe what mood I'm looking for. That's what I did today. And he was just so sweet. And he goes... Here, he goes, take this. Did he sound like you are talking right now, or did he sound like, oh, I got just this thing for you, man? <laughs> no, actually, he wasn't that that kind. He's okay. talked just the way. Just, well, it was, if they talk was... like that, man, that means they really know their stuff. Because they've got experience, man. I know, man. Yeah. So, no, this guy was very clean cut and... You know, glasses and whatever. So, but he was very sweet, and he said, "Here, go do this. It won't make you sleepy." And I said, "Really?" I said, "I didn't tell him I was going to tape a podcast. I said I had a meeting." You know, quote me. I go, "Am I going to be okay for that?" And he goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "It just everything's going to just feel so much better, and nothing's going to matter." He goes, "This is the kind of stuff that I I tell people. If your house is on fire, you're like, ah, whatever. It's okay. It's all right." Have a little taste, but don't lose your cool and stop messing up the man's place. When you came to visit us last year, yes, you, um, <clears throat> you, uh, I can't remember if you brought it with you or you I would, brought the pot, and, and it was, it was, was it some kind of berry thing? It was like a blueberry, or that's what I had today. It's called bubbleberry. Oh, bubble! Because see, I, we've been trying to find it ever since. We thought it was fantastic, but I couldn't remember I'm, what it I'm was. I'm telling you, bubbleberry. I, bubbleberry. I, I sent you a picture down. of it, and it's so... not for me, by the way. It's for my granddaughter. Yeah. It's for grandma. a friend of mine. Yeah, it's for yeah, a friend of my grandma's. You know, I so talk. Anyway. I talk about it, but I rarely, rarely uh, have. Uh, and, and I mostly, I mostly vape, and and yes. I just, you know, I, 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 it's, it's fine. It's fun. I would only have it at bedtime. But I forget about it. I fall asleep before I, before I reach for it. So yeah, it's uh, then so, yeah. I, it, I also got some for sleep because I just haven't. Been, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep like a baby tonight. So anyway, just just I wanted you to know because I've never done this. Be I have never done anything. Well, it's okay with me, but now our you're not gonna screw our, with me, are you? Our eight or nine podcast listeners are gonna be real, I think a little crestfallen. They're gonna be Why? disappointed. Well, they're Why? gonna. I think they put you on a pedestal. What? And and then to see that you, it's yeah. like Steve Martin said. I I put I like to put women on a pedestal because it's easier to see up their dress. <laughs> so you know what? <laughs> Which the is weirdest a joke he is? probably doesn't use anymore. By the way, the weirdest thing right now is I feel like we have been this the the problem with this pot is it makes time just slowy. Well, it elongates time down. That's right. It's just for, so it feels like you and I have been talking for like 33, 36 minutes to mm. me in my world Which right now. Which is about 20 minutes longer than we actually have been. <laughs> one talk over the line, sweet Jesus, one talk over the line. Sitting downtown in a railway station, one talk over the line. By the way, dig this. Here's a version of One Talk Over the Line from the Lawrence Welk Show. Yeah. Which Mr. Welk introduces as a modern spiritual. You gotta figure he had no idea it was about smoking pot. One talk over the line, sweet Jesus, one talk over the line. Sitting downtown in a railway station, one talk over the line. Oh, yeah. I feel so much better though. I was crying earlier. What what could I do? I have no I have no choice. But I had not, to go do. Well, I had you to don't go have do the to pot. talk about the reasons you were so distraught, but uh, 
it was just a hard week. I don't, it was just, it was just a hard week. And it's, you know, when you're on the road and you're by your side, I don't want to be the boohoo cry about I'm on the road and by myself. I work. Ugh. I complain about that way too much, but that's all it was. It just all added up. And then, and then I had a situation with the dog nanny today and I just, I went and I got the pot. Well, you know what? What? I, I can't, I can't imagine anybody who would blame you for any of that. So. Thank but you. You, since you were talking about how long this podcast yes, seems I'm very, already, I'm very, I'm very thirsty now. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Can I get you some funyuns? <laughs> oh God, that sounds so so good. Um, since you're talking about time, this is a good transition to uh, a topic which is getting more and more traction. It seems every year, and it's about the. Uh, uh, Idea of keeping or getting rid of daylight saving time. <gasps> yes, altogether. I read an article about that last week. That they're actually going to put this up for a. Uh, I can't. Re- a, I can't believe you can go? remember that you read an article last week. <laughs> I do. I can remember that. Oh, good. Well, yeah, that's good. That's Are good. we almost done? Is it sharp? <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned a bottle five feet long. A mighty mess, but not too strong. You'll be high, but not for long. If you're a viper. This feels like we've been talking forever. What? No? Well, that, that kind of insults me in a way. You know? <laughs> I'm sure you have your reasons for saying that. But. Today, when you, I know you like to end the podcast with a joke every time, but today, yeah. make it a really short one because it's gonna, it's just going to feel long to me. I got so you. So you can just do a really short one. Hey, can I tell you one right now before we get into the daylight saving time <gasps> thing? I would love it, yes. Because I, I tried this joke out. I'd read it somewhere. And it's one of those jokes where... There's an Italian, there's a Japanese, and there's an Irish guy, and they're all in a bar together. And I and I, I examined the joke, and I thought it doesn't have to be ethnic. It doesn't. There's no reason for it to be oh. those three ethnicities. It can just be three guys. Yeah, yeah like I, a I, I, like a tall guy, a short guy, and a fat guy walked in the bar. <laughs> right. Well, not even the, not even not oh. about their body shape either. Just okay. can be three guys. <clears throat> So and, and so, let me call. Let me call him. Let me come up. Uh, so let's say. I bet. It, I bet. Hold on. Hold on. I bet one of them's name is going to be Larry. Uh, it would be if I can. <laughs> can you think of two other names? Uh, Barry and Carrie. And How about Jer- that? No, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Okay. Well, let's make them that. Okay, Jerry, <laughs> Barry, and Larry. Larry. Okay, Larry. Okay. So. Here's the joke, and the reason I'm bringing this up is, and the reason I didn't put it at the end of the podcast today yeah. is because it. Last time I told this joke, it didn't work at all. Nobody got it, or I, I just didn't do it right, or what have you. So, okay. So I rather than spoil the end of the podcast with a joke <laughs> that is did not play well off Broadway, let's just see how it does now. All right. And and I'm not using ethnicities or body shapes. It's just two three guys are all friends, Jerry, Barry, and Larry. Okay. All right. You ready? Got it. Yes. Okay. So they're in a bar and they're having drinks and stuff like that, which is what you should do in a bar. They ordered some potato fries and uh I don't know whether they got regular French fries or they went with the sweet potato fries. Mm. It's not really important to the story so i know but they sound really good right now does it really yes would you prefer french fries or or sweet potato fries french fries <laughs> yeah I, I don't like sweet potato fries Again, not part of the joke, but I, I just thought I would cover that. Okay. So Jerry, Barry, and Larry are in there. And Jerry, uh, all of a sudden you can hear a beeping noise coming from Jerry. And Barry and Larry look over at Jerry and say, hey, what's going on? What's that noise? He said, oh, oh that's my pager going off. Uh, well, and they said, well, we don't see any pager hanging off your belt or anything. He said, no, no, I had it implanted into my hand so that's where my pager is on my right hand here they go oh wow wow okay so they continue drinking and talking and then another 
beeping noise goes off, more of a ringing noise this time. And it's coming from Barry this time. And so Jerry and Larry say, hey, Barry, what what's going on? What's uh, that noise? Are you taking a phone call? We don't see a phone in sight. He said, yeah, that's, yeah I've got my phone actually implanted into the palm of my hand. And, and hang on. I'm, Hello? Yeah. And he's talking into the palm of his hand. Yeah. Can I call you back? I'm with Jerry and Larry right now. Okay. Bye-bye. And he closes his palm. Mm-hmm. Well, Larry is watching these two guys and Larry's thinking man I I don't I'm not as technologically savvy as these guys are I gotta I gotta come up with something because I got nothing and so Larry says to Jerry and Barry hey you guys I'm gonna head down uh, I gotta go take a leak uh, down uh, I'll be right back so he heads to the men's room and he goes inside so then um he comes back out a little later. This is where my joke fell apart last time too. I I can feel your I can feel your um, anxiety. Your, yes, yeah, and yeah. you're a little nervous. I so want to please you. Oh, so <laughs> so. I think right now it's going to be like super easy. <laughs> so easy. Okay, so Larry comes back out from okay. the bathroom, and he comes back to the table, and the guys notice that he's got a long length of toilet paper coming out. The back of his pants. Uh oh. And they say, "What's going? What's going on with that?" And Larry says, "Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. I, I'm just receiving a fax." <laughs> okay. Okay. It wasn't great, but it, uh, it okay. played. It played better with you than it did previously. Yeah, because you and, know why? I yeah, I kind of thought it might have something to do with the fax machine. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my my uh, head. Thanks went. for not jumping on it, though. I thought, what do you mean? Well, I mean, you could have ruined the joke by jumping on it. Oh, I bet it's a fax machine. I don't ever do that to your jokes. Well, you should. But I know some people do. I hate that. I gotta hate that. That just pisses me off. Yeah, when it I'm does. Teach, like when I'm teaching a, a teleseminar or not, a, well, any seminar, live or whatever, the, I there's always one guy and I have a set, you know, I just have a set pattern of what I say. I know where, I know what jokes I use the same old boring jokes in every single one i know my punchline and then invariably there'll be some guy that goes ah, nah, nah, and he like totally takes my punchline and then the whole class laughs at him as oh my he, god that is very that's brutal yeah it's brutal and what do you say after that you say oh thanks a lot i worked I, yeah. a, I worked a long time on that punchline <laughs> No, I but I do. I call him out. I don't. I I'm like, hey, you took my punchline. Yeah. Shut up. Quit talk, quit hijacking the class. Or get out. Yeah. You want to teach the class, man? You get up here and you teach it, man. Yeah, man. You you, yeah. man. Yeah, it's painful. I I am a guy, and this drives my wife crazy, and I try I try not to do it, but um, I, when I'm watching, we're watching a comedic movie or a sitcom. I'll always predict the next line because I, you know, I've done this a lot myself, so I kind of see where things are going and I kind of know where the jokes are and mm-hmm. can guess them. And mm-hmm. uh, but she says, "Oh, thanks. That's great. Well, aren't aren't you great? <laughs> Wonderful. Gee, it's fun watching stuff with you. Just oh great. Yeah. So she gets me. Okay. So back to the subject, and we are now." Two and a half hours into this podcast. Oh my God, it feels like it. Can you believe it? I um, can't. Should the United States keep daylight saving time? And before we move on to that. Yes. Oh. Uh, I w- I'm, remember, I'm remembering on an April Fool's when we were on the radio one time. Uh our friend oh, yeah. Dustin oh, yeah. Hornby came up with a premise, and it happened to be April Fool's. And so we began our, our broadcast, and it was a three, four-hour broadcast. Shortly into it, he brings up this idea, and he said, Hey, Pat, have you noticed in USA Today they have a story that says that Washington State is going to be a trial state for the implementation of metric time? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I said... 
And he told me that he was going to do this bit. And so, so I basically, there is no such thing, of course, as metric time. But Hornby was from Canada, <laughs> and he just started extolling how great <laughs> metric time was. And I'd say, okay, well, let's say it's 11.32 a.m. What is that in metric time? And he made some BS thing up. That would be 8.75 gooks or whatever. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was very funny. And but he was he didn't he didn't no, no, joke I know. about he, it. He, he was very passionate yeah. about it. And he was right. he was very compelling that this is a really good thing. Yeah. We've been using it. All the other countries in the world are on metric time. Yeah. It's about time for the United States to get in on this. And, and Washington State will love it. What's and important say, well, to rem- what's important to remember too for those who don't remember the show, this was before the internet, so nobody could just right. hop on the internet and do a source check. Yeah. They they were pretty much screwed. They were believing everything we were saying on April Fool's. Absolutely, and, yeah. and and now that you mention it, I think uh, radio contests where you have to trivia contests, those are probably obsolete on radio. Yeah, now. I don't yeah. listen much. But... I think they give people three seconds to answer now. Yeah, and you, that's that way. Back in the- Back in the day, you actually had to know something yeah. to a, right. to a right. contest. Now right. you can just look it up quickly, if you're lucky enough, and get in. So, um, But, but yeah. metric, metric time was a complete contrivance, and it was a fake. But I argued strenuously about it. And I said, we are not going to like metric time, Dustin. I don't care if Canada likes it. We don't want it here in Washington State. And we go back and forth and we were debating. And then you took a position kind of in between where you said, now, Pat, listen to, listen, listen to Dustin. He's got an argument here. Mm-hmm. Hear him out. And then, then you alternately would say, no, no, you know, Pat makes a good point too. Yeah. So, so between the three of us, we really heat, got heated up on this thing, and the phones went berserk. Yes. People calling in. and <laughs> so bad. And if you are in talk radio, you know that the way it's set up, the producer is taking the phone calls, and then he puts on the screen in front of you, you know, Jed is calling from Fall City, and he's really mad about this. Right. And so, you, so, so as but, the but, as the radio personality, you can look down. Yeah, you and know see what's coming. What's coming? What the who? Yeah. And people were just worked up. Yeah. And any and once in a while we we would get a call and the guy'd be on hold, and and the producer would put on the screen, um, uh, Marv from Shoreline says that this is an April Fool's joke. Oh. And then so we wouldn't take that call. Right. We just kept it off. We, yeah. We wanted to keep we wanted to keep this thing going, which we did for about two or three hours before we finally yeah. admitted that it was, it was an April Fool's joke. It was great. It, it was, was just great. great. Because because Dustin really sold it and Yeah. It was, was fun. Yeah, was he, really was, fun. he was good about that. But I, I think that yeah, hopefully this will get passed because it is it does take a toll. That might be the other reason I've been having such a hard couple of weeks because it's daylight savings time just happened. So I don't know. Well, they say it really, really screws with you. Does anybody really know what time it is? Here's the pro for daylight savings time, longer daylight hours, which promotes safety, makes driving safer, lowers car accident rates, your kids aren't going to school in the dark, most most street crime occurs in the evening around common commuting hours of 5 to 8 p.m., and more ambient light during typical high crime hours makes it easier for victims to see potential threats. So right, that's a right. pro argument for daylight savings. Mm-hmm. The con ar- argument, one of them, is that it's bad for your health because it changes your sleep patterns. Even by one hour, it goes against <clears throat> your circadian rhythms and all of that stuff. And your heart attack possibility increases 10% the Monday and Tuesday following the springtime change. Hmm. Uh, the, but the other pro argument is... Daylight savings is good for the economy. Later daylight means more people shopping after work. It increases retail sales, increases gas and snack sales for eight months of the year, which is how long we are in daylight savings time. And uh, But the con part of it is that daylight savings time drops productivity because after the springtime change, they call it Sleepy Monday because mm-hmm. it's one of the most sleep-deprived days of the year. Yeah. 
It and is. there are other pros and cons. I Even though you're supposed to turn your clocks back Saturday night, it's still that sun. You still can't get back into a rhythm. It's hard. So Daylight savings time promotes active lifestyles, but it's also expensive. There's a guy, an economist, uh, William Shugart, who says that the simple act of changing clocks costs Americans $1.7 billion in lost opportunity cost based on average hourly wages, meaning that the 10 or so minutes spent moving clocks, watches, and devices forward and backward could be spent on something more productive. That one's a kind of a reach for me, but... yeah. My my feeling is that I would like it just to remain daylight saving time. Yeah, that's what they're I, that's what they're I, trying to. I don't want it. I don't want it to be standard time no, at all. No, that's what they're saying. Is, is okay. If we yeah. keep it, it should be daylight. You so. must remember this: a kiss is still a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. The Fundamental things apply as time goes by. They say um, that the whole idea of this time switch was to give more, more daylight hours. <coughs> Excuse me. I just start smoking cigars. <laughs> to give more uh, uh, daylight time for farmers. And it, so it, it, it really, it, we're not really an agricultural society anymore yeah but and wasn't so it makes that no back sense. before they had lights yeah maybe i don't know so when it, when yeah it we're kind of good we're kind of good on that now pretty good yeah we're pretty so, good, on good. That. i guess we're on the same page of that hey i have a can i because i know i don't want to i don't want to it feels like we've been we're almost done here but i know we probably oh only God. been talking you know we've been going on for, for four, <laughs> four hours and 27 <laughs> minutes <laughs> But I wanna I wanna inject a quick topic here because I just wanted to get your thoughts on this and it was uh, something that I found on Twitter, um, hashtag my last shot. Oh, and uh, if you are familiar with the, the the Florida the Parkland, Florida Valentine's Day massacre that happened where, uh, gosh, Pat was it sixteen students nineteen. I think it was 19 students. And by the way, two of the survivors from Parkland recently committed suicide this month. So it's just that whole, whole horror is never o- Did, over. Didn't the father of one of the Parkland victims also? Oh, it was one of the. Uh, the uh, Yeah, I think the, you're right. Yeah. Uh, one of the. Um, the survive. Uh, the. the, the uh, elementary school. I can't uh, remember yeah, the name yeah. of the place. No. Yeah. yeah. New, Sandy, uh, Sandy, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. That's right. I mean, so David, guy... so David Hogg is, uh, he was uh, on the news quite a bit, um, following, following the shootings. Very vocal. He is yeah. a gun gun reform advocate. He's gun safety, and he um, actually posted something on Twitter. He didn't come up with this. Um, this was actually a current Columbine students, and if you remember, mm-hmm. uh, Columbine was really the first time I think we had ever seen. Anything, uh, any any school shooting and school violence crop up. So that would have been, I believe, was was That's that twenty years mid, ago, mid nineties. Yeah, mid mid nineties. Not mid nineties. I late think 90s. it was ninety nine. Late nineties. Um, so the students of Columbine have come up with a campaign called "My Last Shot," and this is about having your picture. If you are ever a victim or die of a victim of gun violence, um, you are requesting that the picture of your 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 last shot. Your last picture be the one of you uh, dead from the gunshot wound. That you would like that publicized. You want a picture of your dead corpse. That the body, yeah, that you want everyone to see your last picture, if you are a victim of gun violence, to be that of you dead. From that, mm. from the gun violence, mm. and it's just, just it just hit me very powerfully. And there is a uh, an organization you can go on to called mylastshot.org, and you can actually download stickers of um, what you put on your driver's license, much like so. An, it's like like much, you're an organ donor, much like an organ donor, where yeah. where you are giving permission and you're signing, so that anybody that finds that knows. And and it, they also talk about making sure you let your family members know what you're up to, so it doesn't come as a shock to them that oh right. gosh, you know, um, now now the his last wishes were to have his picture publicized. What do you think about that? Well, first of all, I am not an organ donor. Uh, however, I uh, if anybody wants my piano when I die, 
uh, next best thing. <laughs> okay, I didn't even see uh, where you were going with that. Here, here's, here's, uh, and this sounds ridiculous, I know, but it would depend on where I was shot. Mm, and I don't mean to make light of serious topic, but like, what if they shot me in the groin? <laughs> I don't want a picture of that out. <laughs> well, how about this? How about if they did shoot you in the groin? How about yeah. if we just took a picture of your of your stunned face and just post <laughs> that? Yeah. But uh, and and now that you mentioned my stunned face, this is what I've always thought should be in obituary uh, pictures. The very like, especially people that like fall off a cliff or they're in a an automobile accident. They always have pictures of people happy, smiling. How about a picture of you grimacing? Um, yeah, your or mouth screaming. wide open or screaming. screaming. Yeah. yeah, scream. That should be. That would say more about your passing than any anything. That's just so a stupid thought. I I just I I don't know why, and I don't mean to be. Um, well, first of all, you have to, you'd have to be uh, a, a gun control or at least gun modification advocate. Uh, I could see a lot of NRA people wouldn't even consider the idea. But so, assuming that right. that is the case, well, that's the whole point. Is that what they're what they're saying is um, this is a way to uh, really make people see the worst of humanity and and if you you can't see the worst of humanity unless you right. know what you're you're showing people what it is and it's can this be is, quite this jarring is what you yeah, yeah it, this this is what you get for your love of it guns. Can be, this is what it happens it can be really jarring and i i often thought you know because all we see are the smiling faces of the victims on the news right. i hate to go there but i'm thinking what if they stop that and put the actual pictures of i mean that's a horrible thing to think but boy, you know, if if you if you can't face it, maybe we need to do something about it. You know, it's it is uh, whatever side of the ledger you fall on. Uh, and, and our two countries are not really comparable. But New Zealand, it took them six days exactly to uh, exactly to get a gun control of some sort implemented. Exactly six days. Yeah. You know, there was um, I was reading further into this uh, article um, about mylastshot.org. Uh, org. And I didn't realize that the photo, that photo of Emmett Till, he was a black teenager that was, he was brutally murdered in 1955. And that photo that got circulated is one of the things they say that helped sparked, sparked the civil rights movement. Mm. And I think that's, that's just, it's, it's sad and horrible. It's a horrible photo. Um, but that, if that's what began change, then I am all for having mm -hmm. the picture of my body. And I've told you this before. I just, I have a feeling, I just have a feeling that's how it's going to end for me. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I just what? feel like I'm going to be in the wrong place. Pat, I was here in, um, I was uh, out of town this last week. And did you hear yeah. about the guy on Lake City Way in Seattle just yes, randomly shooting people? I, I thought about he you. Just, and I didn't know if you were in right town. right down the street from me. And I'm not. Yes, he was. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I just feel like that's going to be me. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and it saddens me that that those poor people that were just driving to probably Fred Meyer on Lake City Way, know, and that one guy is gone, dead, shot, killed for no for no purpose. Day started out like any like other any day. Any other had day, no, and so yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, I do feel that I don't know why that is just a just strong feeling for me that that's gonna happen to me. So you know what? Yeah, if that does happen to me, and that's how my life ends. I want them I want my picture posted everywhere. I want I want it posted on my Facebook page. I want it on the media. Yeah. If that's how it's gonna be, let's show people what it looks like. Now it's gone, I don't know why until this day. Sometimes I cry, he didn't even say goodbye. He didn't take the time to lie. Bang bang. He shut me down, bang. One time I dropped my, I was in the car and my wife got out 
to go get, pick up some photos. That's how long ago this was. She went into one of those drugstore, I think, to pick up some photos. And uh, she comes back out and she's walking through the parking lot and there's a guy running across the parking lot right in front of her. And there's another guy with a gun <gasps> going after that guy. Oh. And she's standing right between them and she's looking back and forth. And I'm just, I'm frozen in the car. I'm thinking, my God, get oh. down, get down. Why do you, don't you see what's going on? Get out of there, get down. Yeah. Uh, nothing happened to her or to them as far as I know. But I mean, geez, it's so, stuff like that can is so random. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, and you're right. You, you can be in the <clears throat> wrong place at the wrong time. So this is trending and it's again a sticker that says, in the event that I die from gun violence, please publicize the photo of my death. Hashtag my last shot. Um, so again, you can order these stickers online, print them out, put them on your phone, put them on your ID. And uh, I'm I'm wow. I'm doing it. So okay, I just I want you I, to know. I, okay, well, I, I again I don't mean to be facetious, but I I really do foresee my ending coming by choking. <laughs> no, you. To do. Death. Well, that's true. Yes, I do. I no, you're I right. Really I'm not. I shouldn't laugh because yeah. I know that you can't even eat carrots because they. I that's right. And I'm and I cough yes. and I start gagging for no reason right. at all sometimes. Wow. Like I took in too much air, and and I and I, in, to take it to a further extreme, I believe I will choke on a chicken bone, and I would like my picture to be posted <laughs> on a bucket at KFC. I gave you my heart, but you wanted my mind. Oh yeah. Scared me to death, girl. All oh, it's a choking time. That's all it is. I it's think kind it's of like an, a like a cigarette. I warning. think it's an interesting question. I I guess I never thought that people have probably some idea or fear of how they're gonna go, and we must all have it. I don't think I've ever told this to you. You've never. You seemed really surprised when I told you. And now that you're telling me how you think you're going to die, you must, everybody must have a way they think. I mean, I know everybody wants to yeah. just, well, I just went to sleep one night after watching the the news and then I was gone. It was fabulous. So easy. The last person but I ever saw was, yeah. <laughs> was Lester Holt. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I do think, that, because I do choke on things oh all the God. time, it's a reasonable thing. You haven't been you know, under gunfire before. So I don't know. Why I think just, that that's, that's my, I just, I don't know. I think, I think all my karma is going to get. Boy, if, if you are wrong, <laughs> is the laugh going to be on you? <laughs> really? Well, she was, what a, Speaking what a of... dummy. She didn't get shot. She got ran over by a truck. Yeah. Moron. God, what a du- Tr- granted, it was a, it was a truck from a gun, <laughs> a gun shop, but still. Right. Okay, here we go. What are we doing? It feels like we. this has gone on like forever. No, this is the longest podcast we've I, ever done. It is six I, hours and 17 I minutes feel right like now. We, I so, feel like we've been sitting here for hours. We started, I think, on a Tuesday. It's Wednesday now. So let's uh, let's let's wrap this up okay. right now with a hilarious oh, we're joke. We're finishing now? Okay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay. Okay. A man and a woman were married for 40 years. When they first got married, the guy said, I'm putting a box under the bed. You must promise never to look at it, never to look in it, never to touch it. Well, in all their 40 years of marriage, the woman never looked, never looked. However, on the afternoon of their 40th anniversary, curiosity got the best of her. So she lifted the lid and she peeked inside. In the box were three empty beer bottles and about $300 in small bills. She closed the box, she put it back under the bed. Now that she knew what was in the box, she was doubly curious about why. Well, that evening they were out for a special dinner at their favorite restaurant. And after dinner, the woman could no longer contain her curiosity. And she confessed saying, I'm so sorry. 
For all these years, I kept my promise. I never looked. However, today, the temptation was too much, and I gave in, and I looked. But now I need to know, why do you keep the bottles in the box? The man thought for a while and said, Well, I guess after all these wonderful years, you deserve to know the truth. And by the way, my name is Larry from the previous joke. But here's the truth, dear. Whenever I was unfaithful to you, I put an empty beer bottle in the box under the bed to remind myself not to do it again. Well, the woman was shocked, but she said, Well, I'm very disappointed and I'm very sad. But I guess after all these years away from home, on the road, temptation does happen. And I guess that three times is not as bad, considering the number of years, 40, that we've been married. And they hugged, and they made their peace. A little while later, the woman asked the man, What? Uh, another thing, why do you have all that money in the box? The guy said, Well, whenever the box filled up with empties, I cashed them in. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Gonna run from the cops, but I was high. Uh, I'm serious, man. I was gonna pull right over and stop, but I was high. Uh, now I'm a paraplegic, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna make love to you, but then I got high. I'm serious. I was gonna eat your. Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. <laughs> <laughs>